This is our league, and this is your league. From the 55-yard line on CFL America Radio and the Sports History Network. Stand by, 15 seconds to air. Stand by, old camera, and videotape. Ready with your opening graphics. Stand by, Howard. Here we come, Frank. Ready, Don. Stand by, audio, your opening music, and roll tape. Take tape. hard to win in the NFL and to have the kind of consistent success that we've had. If you're going to be a quarterback in this league, you have to be comfortable being a leader. You've had seamless, great quarterback play since 1992. Look around the NFL. How many other teams can say that? If you win, the beer is colder, the hot dogs are warmer, and everything is better. You play to win. That, that, that's why you play the game. You play to win. There's something in the bricks around here. I don't know if I can describe it. Uh, if I could, I don't know if I'd be allowed to tell you, but um, it's a very, very special place. The Packers have become a symbol, and the Green Bay community have become a symbol of the success of the NFL in many ways. Gentlemen, this is the most important play we have. The play we must make, though. Hut, hut, hut. The Vince Lombardi Trophy is coming home where it started. Winning's difficult in this league. It's difficult each and every week. It takes that football team coming together on a weekly basis and giving it up to one another, trusting one another. We all competed against one another, and I felt like we made each other, each other better. Those were the things that will help you as an individual player succeed. The expectation in the Green Bay are that you're going to win every game, regardless of who you're playing. You don't ever take winning for granted. Sometimes we can make the game look very easy, and it, it is not. It's a very precise game that can be changed by inches. There has to be a certain amount of unselfishness. There's 32 teams competing for the same thing year in and year out. It's very hard. Football is, uh, is different than any other sport. The majority of the players are on the field every Sunday. You know, don't, don't ever touch the ball. To get to the top of the game, it's work. Anything that's worth doing, you have to work for. The history is what separates this team from other teams, or, or this organization, this franchise from other franchises. It takes great players. It takes those players sacrificing for something more than themselves. They create the legacy through their brilliance, through their excellence on the football field. And the legacy of the Green Bay Packers is something that they're going to have to carry every time they go on the field. The Packers in the 2010 regular season, 10 and 6, and qualify for the playoffs as a number six seed. We had a crazy amount of momentum from the Giants game, and we blew them out to beating Chicago at home to going up to Philly. January 9th, 2011, a balmy 30 degrees. The Green Bay Packers dispose of the Eagles 21-16 in front of 69,000 fans. An ideal Sunday afternoon at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. When you get the playoffs in one game season, you are 100% focused on that game. You're not focused on who we have next week, who we have in three weeks. If you don't take care of business, you go home. With every game, you stack success. You can see the confidence really building. I, I think once we got that Philadelphia game. We all honestly believe we were the best team in the NFL. Six days later. Went into Atlanta. Uh, we were an extremely confident football team. That was one we had circled. We get to this point, we've got to beat these guys, and we need to beat them convincingly. You have to have guys on your team, coaching staff, that understand what it is that they're supposed to do. 
that are executing their particular roles, that's when you have a team. Cornerback Tremont Williams returns an interception 70 yards for a touchdown on the final play of the first half. The Packers head to the locker room with a 14-point lead. Atlanta beat us earlier in the year. So there was definitely a huge chip on our shoulder going into that game. Rodgers rounds out the game completing 31 of 36 passes and three touchdowns. The Packers handily knock off the NFC's top-seeded team, the Atlanta Falcons, 48 to 21. And then back to Chicago for, you know, a grudge match against our all-time rivals. Then having the opportunity to go back to Chicago, who we beat in the last game of the regular season. All we had to do was keep doing what we had been doing. As Coach McCarthy says, stack successes. And everything else will take care of itself. We took their best shot early. That's all right. But we got a team that played a whole game, right? Yes, hey, so now it's outside to play some real football the way it's supposed to be played. That's either the Windy City or the Pacific Northwest, but it don't matter. Here come the pack. Packers on three, one, two, three. January 23rd, Soldier Field, Chicago. The two oldest rivals in the National Football League meet in the NFC Championship game. Conference championship games are pretty special because, I mean, as great as the Super Bowl is, it's really a neutral audience. This was just another step, another opponent we had to knock off to get to our goal. Six minutes into the fourth quarter, nose tackle B.J. Rogers lumbers 18 yards into the end zone after intercepting a pass from Bears' third-string quarterback, Caleb Haney. Seemed like every throw was good. Runs were there. We were picking up the pressures. It seemed like offensively, we were doing what we needed to do, and we were moving the ball. The Bears stage a comeback with a touchdown and extra point needed to tie the game. On fourth and five from Green Bay's 29-yard line, Sam Shields intercepts Haney's final pass of the game. The Packers beat the Bears 21-14 to win the NFC Championship. We kind of felt like it was our season. And if we just did the things that we've been doing, we'd be up on that podium after the game. Green Bay is Super Bowl bound. Going to the Piggly Wiggly that week, like I usually do. Um, and there was a lot of people expecting us to win. It was focused, uh, hey, let's get the job done, let's finish this. Because that's what Green Bay is all about. It's, it's, it's our team. And when I say our, I mean it's the fans. That's the way they look at it. It's a community-owned entity, and it means a lot to them. I'd been to one Super Bowl, and it didn't turn out well. I just wanted them to know, man, let's, let's Let's take this next two weeks and let's make it be about one thing. And that's winning the Super Bowl. Charles Woodson said it best after the championship game. It just kind of flowed and uh, I just went with what came to what came to my mind. For two weeks, think about one. Let's be one mind, let's be one heartbeat, for one purpose, one goal, for one more game. One. Let's get it. And check this. The president don't want to come watch us to the Super Bowl. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? We'll go see him. We have those two weeks to get ready for the Super Bowl, so. We went to Dallas and took the snow with us. We were going with the understanding that this is a one-way trip. We're, we're going to win. I think they were favored in the game. You would have never known that if you if you had seen us practice. Guys were loose, but you could see the focus. We were on a different type of roll. Coach McCarthy told us that he was going to fit us for our rings the night before the game. But there was something that, that was very, very cool that happened that night. C.J. Wilson, uh, one of our defensive linemen, we were having a team meeting, and uh, there was a, a, a piano outside of the, the team meeting room, and, and he got on the piano and started playing. All of a sudden, 
The whole team is sitting around, and we're just singing bits and pieces of songs. I had a guest speaker that night, a gentleman by the name of uh, Kevin Elko, and Kevin's a sports psychologist, and we were standing there getting ready to wait and go into the meeting, and he punches me in the arm, and he goes, he goes, you just won the Super Bowl. In that moment, uh, when guys are singing, we're all together, you know, we're getting fitted for our rings, everything's kind of happening, it's like, this, the game's already won. It takes that football team coming together and giving it up to one another, trusting one another, all the components of, of teamwork. The Packers march their way to Super Bowl 45 in Arlington, Texas. On February 6th, 2011, they face the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's my hometown team. I was glad to see them get in, but I, I would have, trust me, I would love to play anybody else in the AFC except the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's a lot of admiration, I'd say, between the Steelers and the Packers, and we share stories often and, and talk about what it takes to be successful, and so it's, uh, it's one of the uh, uh, great relationships in, in the league. Super Bowl 45 is underway. With just under four minutes remaining in the first quarter, the Packers are the first to score with a strike from Rodgers to Nelson. It's about focusing on the little things in those big moments. Um, not how do we win this game, but how do we execute this play, this drive, get these points. At the beginning, like you should always run to win, but for the most part, my job was to clear it out. I was able to stack the receiver and put the ball in a perfect spot. Once I hit Jordy on the right sideline for the first touchdown, everything settled down for us. Just 20 seconds later, Packers safety Nick Collins intercepts Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger for a 37-yard touchdown to extend the lead. Then it's 14-0. Then you start thinking, we're going to win this thing. My focus was on the Pittsburgh Steelers and Casey Hampton. And how do I block him? And what's Troy Polamalu doing? When is he going to pressure? And really taking care of my job the Packers' first-half success comes with casualties. Donald Driver goes out early with an ankle injury. I planned on having the same role that I always had uh, through the playoffs, through the season, but unfortunately Donald uh, sprains his ankle early in the game and it escalated my playing time drastically. Cornerbacks Charles Woodson and Sam Shields leave the game with shoulder injuries. Only Shields returns to finish the second half. I just saw the x-rays and you know, saw my collarbone split in two. I wanted to really you know, try to say something impactful, of course, again. But I'm crying, I'm choked up. Only words I could utter out was, man, you guys know how much this means to me. We had to buckle back down and, and get things focused again. Things got a little, a little dicey there towards the end. Ben Roethlisberger, he's, he's led his teams back to victory um, quite a few times in his career. Anytime you're in a situation where the moment uh, is extremely large, you have to really reduce things in your mind in order to function properly. On the first play of the fourth quarter, holding on to a four-point lead, linebacker Clay Matthews responds with a momentum-swinging forced fumble. 28-17 there in the fourth, which was big for us after the fumble. For as talented as Pittsburgh was, um, they'd been there before. The game's never over until there's zeros on the clock. We'd seen Ben uh, take his team down against Arizona and, and beat him in the Super Bowl a couple years before that. So I didn't feel like it was in hand until that last pass. The Packers outlast the Steelers 31-25. to That's where the work, all the hard work, the uh, belief in who you are as a player, Tremont and making that last play, he was the right player at the right time, in the right place, doing the right thing. And boom, he knocks that ball down. Super Bowl champion. Rodgers passes for 304 yards and three touchdowns. What everybody sees is the arm. He could throw it any kind of way, and it comes there in a hurry. He, so defenders had, they had to really be on their P's and Q's. No throw was more precise or more critical than a 31-yard strike to Greg Jennings midway through the fourth quarter. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers is named the MVP of Super Bowl 45. It's just absolute joy when you know you're going to be the 
Super Bowl champions. In just his third NFL season as starting quarterback, number 12, Aaron Rodgers, leads the Packers to their 13th world championship, a record that still stands today more than any other team in NFL history. One heart, one goal, one mind, one purpose. It's inside the ring, inside that Super Bowl ring. An incredible, incredible honor, you know, to have, you know, some words that you spoke on the rings of all the men and women who were part of uh, that special team in that special year. What a great game. I mean, it was a phenomenal atmosphere, too. That's your goal. I mean, that's what every coach in this league you know, aspires to, to accomplish. That's when you reach the pinnacle of, of what everybody's trying to achieve in this league. Everybody's trying to win a championship. In that moment of uh, you know, stepping onto the field for the first time uh, in, in your very first Super Bowl was, uh, was amazing. That helps to uh, cement you in the, in the minds of, uh, of the fans as a team that's going to go down in history. We grinded each and every day to get to that point. Man, I'm excited. <laughs> you know, this is my team. I'm, I'm, I want to be a champion. To win a Super Bowl, a lot of things have to go right. The level of love and passion that the fans have for this, this team is, I, I've never seen anything like it. And I, I, I knew it was great coming in, but it's, it's exceeded my expectations. You got a community franchise. It's intimate, it's personal. You know, the, you know some of the players personally. You know their stories. The Packers are really America's team. It's not just about winning or losing. You know, everyone has their own story of how they're connected. And um, that goes beyond what other sports teams uh, experience with their fans and their communities. It's a romantic notion, but yet it's, it's true. A day after returning from Texas, the frozen tundra welcomes home the champions. This team and the community, it's one big, huge family, and, and having that close-knit uh, relationship with the team and the organization and the community. The Packers celebrate their Super Bowl victory with 56,000 fans in Lambeau Field despite single-digit temperatures and sub-zero wind chills. I mean, you could just see this joy across people's faces. And look up into the stands and, and you see the buzz, and tears in people's eyes, and frozen on cheeks. Where else but in Lambeau Field, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, does the crowd have that energy and that passion? Because of this community and its size and its makeup, that. Yeah, everyone feels that they're a part of it and can contribute to the success. As the reigning Super Bowl champions, the Packers open the 2011 season in grand fashion. The reality of it is as soon as you win the first one, you're thinking about how you know how you can get back to win another one. Playing on a nationally televised Thursday night at Lambeau Field, the Packers come out blazing, taking an early 14-0 lead in the first quarter. Eight yards deep, he's coming out of there. Making his NFL debut, rookie Randall Cobb ties an NFL record with a kickoff return for 108 yards midway through the third quarter. With a to the end zone, touchdown! Wow! 108 yards! In a shootout, Green Bay edges New Orleans 42-34. The Packers, if they stop them here, they win. Double tights on the line. Here it is, the handoff Ingram into the middle. They stopped, they stopped him. They stopped, they stopped him. him. What an opening night in Lambeau Field in Green Bay. Unbelievable. The Packers hang on. The Packers go on to win their first 13 games. Taking first place in the NFC North, head coach Mike McCarthy guides the team to a franchise record 15 wins. Ultimately, what this regular season's for us, it's to advance us to the playoffs, to put us in an advantageous spot, and then from there, take it to the next level. The fact that we've had success on the field 
certainly earns a, a level of respect. Here we are, by far the smallest market. That gets uh, people's attention. With plans in the works to expand Lambeau Field's south end, the Packers prepare for a fifth stock sale. We really didn't know what to expect. We were defending world champions. We were undefeated at the time of the sale. But there was so much interest, the system crashed. More than 250,000 fans purchased 269,000 shares of stock. In spite of an unprecedented 15-win season, the number one seed Packers fall to the New York Giants 37-20 in a divisional playoff game at Lambeau Field. Even though Rodgers finished the regular season with a passer rating of 122.5, an NFL record. In February, Aaron Rodgers is voted the NFL's MVP by the Associated Press in a landslide, receiving 48 of a possible 50 votes. Aaron's a special player. He plays the game at a different level. He has the talent, uh, the discipline, and just an incredible mind for the game of football. I love the game. I love it. I, I started a love affair with the game when I was six years old on my couch watching Joe Montana take 49ers down the field to beat Cincinnati. And I said, that's what I want to do. He's the ultimate leader. He commands everybody's respect, whether you're on his team or on the other side. He has some really rare talents and smart, great at picking apart a defense. He probably throws the ball in the run accurately better than I think anybody I've seen. Behind all that is his competitive nature and that, you know, he wants to crush you. And I mean that in the nicest sense. You go from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another Hall of Fame quarterback. We think that's normal. It ain't normal. We're incredibly spoiled in the state of Wisconsin to have Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers back to back. Look at our friends to the south, the Chicago Bears. They have spent the last 25 years looking for the guy. They haven't been able to find him. September 24th, the 2012 season gets off to a controversial start. There was a Monday night game in Seattle, and it's called the Fail Mary game. Replacement officials are calling the game. Russell Wilson hit Golden Tate into the corner of the end zone with a throw that never should have happened. It should not have been allowed. On the final play of a tightly contested game, Seattle Seahawks receiver Golden Tate shoves Packers cornerback Sam Shields to clear the way and is awarded a touchdown catch. And it went to review and everybody knew the play should have been intercepted. With a ruling from the replacement officials, the play stands and gives the Seahawks a 14-12 win. The officials had ruled a catch on the field. New York would not overrule the call. I was later told that the reason they didn't was they would have a riot in that stadium in Seattle if they did, so they let the call stand. The NFL later acknowledges Tate should have drawn an offensive pass interference penalty, which would have resulted in a Packers win. We lost a heartbreaker on Monday night, and we were traveling from out west, and the fans were in the airport cheering us on and telling us, we still have your back. The Packers end the 2012 season at 11-5 and take first place again in the NFC North only to fall to the 49ers in the divisional playoff game. Donald Driver says goodbye to the game. Charles Woodson says goodbye to Green Bay. How do you describe that? You can't. I wish you could know, but I couldn't describe it to you. I've done all the crying I could do in my career. When I put my helmet and my shoulder pads and my cleats down for the last time, that's exactly what I did. Because that's what the game was to me. It was just about everything.
Donald Driver retires as Green Bay's all-time leading receiver. The Packers move well into the 2013 season with five wins and two losses. When other teams play us on national television or when teams play the Green Bay Packers on the road, they circle it on their calendar go, we're playing the Green Bay Packers. November 4th, Monday Night Football against their oldest rival, the Chicago Bears. You're gonna get their best and they're coming to beat you. The course of the Packers' season drastically changes. On the game's opening series, Aaron Rodgers is sacked by Bears defensive end Shea McClellan. He suffers a fractured collarbone when he lands on his left shoulder. When I was a young player, I thought about how awesome it would be to get five years in the league. It's a young man's game. The average career was three years. Got to five, I thought eight would be pretty cool. Got to eight, I said anything after 10 is amazing. December 29th, the final game of the regular season. A divisional showdown with a playoff berth at stake. After seven weeks away, Rodgers returns to play, ironically, against the Chicago Bears. Facing fourth and eight, with 46 seconds remaining, Rodgers connects with wide receiver Randall Cobb on a 48-yard touchdown pass to beat the Bears 33-28. The Packers win their third consecutive NFC North Championship. Eddie Lacy is selected as the 2013 NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, the first Packer chosen since John Brockington in 1971. The Packers enter the playoffs as the fourth seed in the NFC, only to lose to the 49ers on a field goal as time expired. Following the disappointment of 2013, the 2014 season holds promise. On November 30th, Bill Belichick and the Patriots descend on Lambeau. The big talk was Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady it was a class of the titans, really. In a battle of the two winningest franchises in the NFL dating back to 1993. We came out and we played probably our best game of the season. Deep in the fourth quarter on third and nine with New England driving, Mike Daniels and Mike Neal combined for a sack to shut down the Patriots. We had put some crushing blows on Brady a few times and our defensive backs, they were very, very stingy with that football. From start to finish, quarterback Aaron Rodgers outduels Tom Brady with 24 completions in 38 attempts for 368 yards and two touchdowns. Bill Belichick pays the Packers a compliment. I'd congratulate Coach McCarthy, um, Aaron Packers. That's a good football team. Give them credit. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. Coach McCarthy does a good job with this football team. They're, they're tough to beat. Got to take my hat off to the Packers. They did a good job. It's a good football team. As the season moves forward, Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb record record seasons. Jordy and Randall, without a doubt, you know, those guys, um, they take nothing for granted. They work at it. We're all very unselfish, we all communicate. We understand how it all works, and, and that's why we always preach in our room to make, make the most of that opportunity. The Packers finish the season 12-4 and four and win a team record fourth consecutive division championship. From a starting point, it's their mindset, our players' mindset. From a coaching standpoint, it's our responsibility to try to put those guys in a position to be successful. The Packers beat the Dallas Cowboys 26-21 in the playoffs for the first time since the 1967 Ice Bowl. 
they move on to Seattle. January 18th, 2015. Leading 19-7 with 3.52 to play in the NFC Championship game, they lose in one of the biggest collapses in NFL playoff history. I think back, we went on the road and had to play at Seattle. Still should have beat the Seahawks. Losing that, uh, that playoff game when they, you had it right there was really a difficult loss. The 2014 team should have and could have gone to the Super Bowl had it not been for that game in Seattle. That team was healthier and a better team than Seattle at the end of the season. In spite of a heartbreaking loss to the Seahawks, Rodgers has another stellar season. A quarterback rating over 112 with 38 touchdowns and only five interceptions. For the second time in his career, Rodgers is named the NFL's MVP by the Associated Press. From one MVP quarterback to another, at a midsummer celebration, July 18, 2015, the Packers and 67,000 cheering fans agree it's time to heal old wounds. They welcome Brett Favre home to Lambeau Field with open arms and open hearts. I want you to know I celebrate this with you and my teammates in that room. We did it together. I thank you. He's inducted into the Packers Hall of Fame. And before he goes into the Canton Hall of Fame, for Pete's sakes, we had to get him back here. And at the same time, let's let the Packers retire his number. At quarterback from Southern Mississippi, number four, Brett Favre! Oh, baby! Go get him! Go get him! You know it. We will unveil your retired number four, and you will take your place among the greatest players in Packers history. So many times I've thought about how to explain what I'm feeling, and, and I've yet to figure that out. One of the more memorable days in my career here with the Packers was when we retired his number. Just be right there. How you doing, I love mister? You, How you doing? I love you dearly. And you may even get the impression that it's not a big deal to me. And that's totally not true. It's a tremendous honor. But it's like, I don't belong with Bart Starr. Are you kidding me? Willie Wood, Willie Davis. Jim Taylor, Ray Nitschke, Herb Adderley. I mean, I could go on and on, Paul Horning. Um, I don't belong with those guys. I mean, they're in a class by themselves. It was a great ending to um, an ugly time, an unfortunate time, I guess, is the best word I could use. I got goosebumps just seeing it, so I think it's a credit to, to Brett, also credit to our fans. A lot of great players have come through here and, and not just recently, and not just 10 years ago, not just 20 years ago. I'm talking about from day one. And to be a part of that, man, it's like, this is pretty cool. Over the next three seasons, the Packers have moments of greatness as Aaron Rodgers does the unimaginable. He completes three Hail Mary passes at key moments of key games. December 3rd, 2015, on an untimed down with no time left, Rodgers rainbows a pass into the end zone. Tight end Richard Rodgers leaps at the other end of the 61-yard pass, giving the Packers a 27-23 win over the Detroit Lions. The miracle in Motown. The flair for the incredible, the Hail Marys, the one in Detroit, that I had to pause on to make sure I had the right guy catching the pass and the gaggle of players. Just six weeks later, in a divisional playoff game against the Arizona Cardinals, Rodgers unleashes a 41-yard bomb. Jeff Janis makes the grab in the end zone to tie the score on the final play of regulation, only for the Packers to lose in overtime. 
and then the uh, Hail Mary against the Giants right before halftime in the playoff game. In the 2016 wildcard game against New York, Rodgers connects with Randall Cobb in the end zone on the final play of the first half en route to a 38-13 victory. The next week, January 15th, 2017, with 12 seconds remaining in the game, Aaron Rodgers throws a laser to Jared Cook on third and 20 to set up a Mason Crosby 51-yard field goal. The Packers beat Dallas 34-31 at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. One or two plays can, can change your, the course of your whole season. Rodgers predicted the Packers would run the table when they were 4-6 in November but the season ends with a loss to Atlanta in the NFC Championship game. When you lose, you can barely stand it. You barely you know, are able to breathe. Winning in the NFL is extremely difficult. You have to appreciate the wins that you do get. It's a wonderful combination of ups and downs. There are uh, wonderful times that you can't express it. it it's so um, exhilarating. It touches the core of your soul a little bit. The two differences of it, I think, are, are kind of what make the whole thing go round and round. And, and as long as you have enough of the good days, then you can bear the bad days. During the 2017 offseason, Ted Thompson leaves his position as general manager of the Green Bay Packers. His legacy includes recent draft picks, David Bakhtiari, Devontae Adams, and Kenny Clark. I don't know, I could do all shucks. He did the best he could. I can make up some dramatic thing. Um, I think it comes back to the people that you work with, whether it's people that I was working with here in 1992 or people that I'm working with today. Ted was uh, very consistent, uh, very, uh, very fair. And I don't think you can get too much better than that. I was his first pick. Ted stuck with his philosophy of taking the best player available on his board, and I'll forever be indebted to him for that. It's a hard business to do, and it's a hard business to be in, but if you have people that you know are going to be standing where they're supposed to be standing, and I think it puts you in a position where you have a chance. Brian Gutekunst. Hired by Ron Wolf and mentored by Ted Thompson for more than a decade, is named general manager. He was an honest man, worked very, very hard, um, really cared about people. Um, but his eye for talent um, and his ability to make decisions in really, really tough environments uh, was rare. It is the hardest thing you'll ever do, but it's the best thing you might ever do. I've been here a long time, and that standard's always been set, and we and we don't change it. So um, to me, it's just about the work. Uh, it's about the people, um, and most importantly, it's about the players. Brian is doing some different things um, from a free agency standpoint. So it's a way to help upgrade their, their roster. The 2018 season begins as a healthy Aaron Rodgers returns. But the Packers don't play to their usual standard. This place has always been about winning, and I think it will continue to be. It's very hard in this league to have sustained success. I mean, we don't just hope to make the playoffs. You know, we don't just, we expect to. December 2nd, President Mark Murphy and the Green Bay Packers part ways with head coach Mike McCarthy, with four games remaining in his 13th season. We have to make difficult decisions just like any business. Only Curly Lambeau coached the Packers longer than Mike McCarthy. To have that kind of staying power in today's NFL is, is remarkable. Mike has always, uh, you know, he's always been uh, just a steady, steady presence for us. Very consistent guy. The people that are running the organization have not stood on their laurels and said, okay, hope it works out moving forward. They have move the ball downfield. What you want from your head coach is the opportunity to lead. And Mike's given me that opportunity over the years and always had my back and uh, looked out for me. 
and dialed up some pretty damn good plays over the years too. McCarthy's 125 wins, second only to Curly Lambeau in team history. His career filled with accolades from players and fans. A commanding presence, a guy who knew what he was doing offensively, had a vision of what a championship team was. While winning football games will always be the priority, the Packers organization is structured for sustainability. There's a purity to the Packers that, that really appeals to a lot of people. When I first got here, Mark was very clear that the Green Bay Packers really exist for two reasons. He recognizes the importance of the Green Bay franchise to the NFL. First, we're here to win championships. And second, we're here to ensure that the Green Bay Packers stay in this community forever. Lambeau Field on Lombardi Avenue in Green Bay, Wisconsin, a place they proudly call home. These are the Packers and 100 seasons of tenacity. A franchise destined to survive with a promise to keep. There are a lot of really shrewd people involved with the Packers over the years, and that's true today. They really have two roles, and one is we're directors of a financially successful organization. People marvel at how Green Bay can compete against the, the billionaires. There have been a, a lot of talent that kept them alive. But we're also stewards of a national icon, an international icon, a treasure. Team President Mark Murphy leads the way as the Town Entertainment District emerges, a development just west of Lambeau Field built for year-round fun kind of evolved over the years, building on the redevelopment of Lambeau Field and the renovation in 2003. And our vision and our goal was to really use Lambeau Field to first create a, a sense of place. We knew people were interested in Lambeau Field, but we just didn't have a way for them to be here and experience it uh, beyond game day. Dave Robinson and I spoke a couple of years ago. He said, you know, back in the 60s, we, we were a team, and today we're a corporation. And he didn't mean it, I don't think, in a negative way. The NFL is a, uh, an incredibly competitive environment, and in order to compete on the field, the Packers have to be able to compete off the field. The whole Packers organization has done a great job in, in developing and preserving the tradition and making it a, a place that, that people want to travel to. Let's put the team in a good footing. And the team is in position to do so much more now, be a charitable impact that now is over $8 million a year. We need to do everything we can to make sure that we've left the organization better than we found it. Year after year, 100 seasons of toughness, fortitude, teamwork, and heart. Seeing the Green Bay Packers play at home, in Lambeau Field, ranks as one of the top NFL experiences. When you sit in the bowl and you watch a game, you're having the same experience that fans did in the 60s watching Vince Lombardi coach. You have to come see a game here and, and, and just be a part of that atmosphere at least once to, to say, yeah, now I get it. The fans are right on top of you in Lambeau. It's been around longer than any other joint that I know of. Have you been to Lambeau Field? That's the number one place to go. It's unlike any other experience in the league. They have on recording, they have the sound of the cleats of the players coming down that ramp onto the field. Oh God, it gives me goosebumps right, right now. When we take them through the tunnel, they cry. Yeah, on the end of this tunnel down here, there are three pieces of concrete from the floor of the old tunnel that was on the north end where Lombardi walked across. They bend down and kiss it, for gosh sakes. <laughs> Can you believe that? I've told every owner of a new stadium, or even an old stadium, that if you have tours of the stadium, you have to, you have to replicate the sound of the players going onto the field. 100 seasons of passion and perseverance as the tradition continues. A bike kid is one who brings his or her bike to Lambeau Field. 
the unique bond the players established with the fans during training camp and how we share the bikes going down to the, to, uh, the, the practice fields. The way it started is just kids around the neighborhood. I knew the guys walked across the parking lot to go to practice. Certainly a boy or a girl saying, hey, do you want to ride my bike over to practice? He becomes your driver for the whole training camp, you know? So we get him a jersey and he puts the jersey on and we would put him on the handlebars, put a helmet on his head, and we would drive down to and from practice, usually twice a day. This is a town of Packer fans. The only escape is to embrace it. It's excellent, it really is. You look at our family night, which is a practice. We're not even tackling each other, it's a practice. We've got 80,000 people coming to a practice. The Packers' survival, a testament to the fans. 100 seasons of challenges and champions. As from the beginning, the Green Bay Packers remain one of the most popular franchises in America. 100 seasons of football. You're not going to find any other fan base in any sport like the Green Bay Packers fans. They don't go home in the middle of the third quarter. They don't show up late for kickoff. They're invested heavily in this team, and that's what makes the high so high and the low so low. There's no better foot, football city than, than Green Bay. I've been in the NFL now for 40 years. So I've been to all the stadiums and seen all the fans. Empty seats. You don't find them in Lambeau Field. And I would not shy away from any moment that I had as a Green Bay Packer because the fans showed up for us. That was my family. People love this football team. They come when they were awful. Rain, wind, sleet, and snow, they fill that stadium up. People are born here, they live here, they stay here, and they cherish and worship the Green Bay Packers. So they start as young children and grow up with the Packers, and they are Packers for life. It's all there is. It's Packers. It's Green Bay Packers. It's the tradition. Vince Lombardi, Curly Lambeau, goes on and on. Ray Nitschke, Mike Holmgren, Bart starts the colors. It's the frozen tundra. It's uh, Favre and Rogers. Kierkegaard said something to the effect of, life can only be understood looking backward, but it must be lived looking forward. 100 seasons of soul and survival. An imitation of life. In football, you got a 53-man regular season roster. You've got all these people who have to come together, people who may not like each other, people of different colors, people of, of different religious persuasions or backgrounds. They all have to get into this melting pot and make it work. If you don't come together, you don't, uh, you don't exist, you don't win, you don't last. That's what football is all about. The Green Bay Packers are in part kind of the soul of the NFL. When I go to a Packer game, you just feel like you're going into the heart of football. The game of football uh, really is something that emulates uh, life in America in a lot of ways. It's a tough game for, for tough people, and uh, in a lot of ways, uh, life is tough. The mental and physical toughness you have to play this game is just different than any other. It, it's a game where the unexpected is, is commonplace. You do things you don't think you can do for one reason. You do it to win. Not all 100 seasons are fairy tale endings with games won and trophies in hand. The heroes rise, bloody and bruised. The promise lies not in the ending, but in the perpetuity of the story. The historical, remarkable, miraculous story of the Green Bay Packers. It's a history book. It's a history book of the National Football League. As we often say, the greatest story in sports. When you hearken back into history and you, and you close your eyes, you can see the Lombardi sweep. You can see Fuzzy Thurston and Jerry Kramer out in front. You see Forrest Gregg all, all muddied. Um, you see Bart Starr, Boyd Daller, Ray Nitsky, all the great players. It's a pretty amazing story what the Packers have accomplished in their history. We love our tradition 
and, and it's something to be uh, uh, celebrated, uh, not forgotten. It's a way of playing. It's the Packer way, as they used to say, which still exists today. There's an air of excellence all around us, a tradition of winning. The Packers, there's just not another team like them. It is my pleasure to introduce Matt LaFleur as the 15th head coach of the Green Bay Packers. I want to develop a championship culture filled with high character people that are dedicated to becoming the best versions of themselves. that decision to throw that strike. We are going to be process driven in the pursuit of bringing a Lombardi trophy back here to Green Bay. Each and every day I'm always working to try to help improve uh, our organization. I'll never forget the first time walking into Lambeau as the head coach of the Packers. I mean, it still makes the hair stand up on the back of my neck. It's, it's a pretty surreal 